Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast. I'm Terry. And I'm Vanessa. And today we have a super special X rated fetish part three, the Halloween edition. Because we realize that a lot of you guys are freak nasties and we just want to please our audience. Correct. It's actually pretty interesting to me that we did fetish episodes like I don't even know how many months ago. And it's still to date our number one everyday trending episode. So it's only appropriate that we do it part three because clearly everybody wants it. So yeah. I'm ready. Y'all, y'all are freaky naughty. And these are fetishes that like really coincide with Halloween. Like they're should be in a horror movie themselves. And this week, Terry put in all that work because you guys know that I got a new puppy. So I have been super MIA from Grow Eye Podcast, not intentionally, but being a new puppy mom is no joke. I mean, I am knees deep in little baby dog turds. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually am going to probably learn a lot. I barely read our outline, so I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but I'm kind of excited about it. But real quick, let's just give everybody a quick catch up because I know that people like that. Uh, like I said, I am deep into puppy training. I am constantly going in and out of my house. My neighbors probably think I'm crazy because I'm constantly whispering, go Titi, go poo-poo, Titi, go poo-poo. <laughs> so that's my life right now. Um, COVID cases are rising in certain states. Illinois, where I'm from originally, apparently, I think as of Thursday, they're going to be shutting down the bars. So good job, Illinois, on uh, social distancing. Clearly that worked well for you guys. Halloween is on Saturday. I have a question, like a serious question about Halloween. What? So it's been a while. I mean, it's been a long time since Halloween's been on a Saturday. Are these kids going to be begging for candy all day long? Or is there like a set time? Because... I ain't got time to be handing out candy, like, from the crack of dawn till nighttime. How does this work? That's a good question. One that I don't know how to answer because I live in the ghetto and no one comes to my house to trick or treat. So maybe you would have to ask someone out in suburbia. Well, like, where I normally live in Fort Lauderdale, it's set hours and I'm never home for it. So it's always worked out perfectly. And here, I've noticed that there's a lot of children around here. And I'm thinking, are they going to all come banging down my door all day Saturday? Because we'll be keeping the house dark. Yeah, just turn all the lights off. That's what I'd normally do every year anyway. But I have a puppy now, and they're going to see me outside, and they're going to be like, ma'am, do you have candy? They're not homeless bums. <laughs> they, they, they're not going to blindside you unless you have, like, a like a goodie box. Because okay. I was concerned about that. Yeah. So, that's whew, good that's thing. a good concern. Thanks for answering that, Terry. What's new with you? I feel like mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you in forever. Because you don't call me, you don't send me bolos, you don't send, send smoke signals, like nothing. We talk every day. She's just extremely needy. That's true. <laughs> What's new? I'm ready for Christmas, bitch. Like, I'm, you know, if COVID cases are on the rise, it's going to be an excuse for me to not leave the house for November all the way to January. Well, how do you get your presents? I'm going to be acting like it's really cold outside, and I'm going to be like, ooh, snuggled up. Maybe put the air on, like, 65 degrees, have a really high FBL belt, you know. I'm dead. I'm dead. Um, yeah, get ready. Like I told you guys last week, make sure you have your house stocked up with plenty of TP and PT because COVID cases are rising. Plus, with the whole election, people are about to get crazy out there. Stay inside, y'all. Stay inside yeah. for more reasons than one. It might be like one of the Purge movies. I have a feeling it's going to be like all bullshit aside. Like, I ain't going nowhere election day or like a few days before and after because these people are crazy. It's kind of like on Crime Junkie, you know how they say, be rude, stay alive. Correct. Stay home. Stay Correct. It, you know, I like <laughs> that girl. Crime Junkie, you're welcome. That's a new line for y'all Terry just gave you. <laughs> Don't steal it. 
All right. So I know you have a huge outline prepared. So I kind of want to jump into your fetishes. I call them your fetishes because you put all this good work together. So come on, educate me. Okay. So I group these into categories because they are pretty spooky. Okay. So category number one in our fetishes is going to be spectrophilia, which is sex with ghosts. Either someone is sexually attracted to the ghost or claim to have had intercourse or other sexual activity with ghosts. Which my first question is, how is that even possible? Well, you're about to find out. Because apparently this is very common. I mean, I don't know any friends that have had sexual experiences with ghosts or spirits, but apparently some of our celebs out there in Hollywood have. Oh, okay, because I don't know anybody either. For the record, y'all. Kesha actually explained to Ryan Seacrest on air that her 2012 song, Supernatural, was about a sexual encounter with a ghost. Okay. And I got, like, a clip of the lyrics, which I can kind of see that it would be about that. Baby, when we're touching in the dark, can you feel it? I can hear the pounding of my heart. Can you feel it? When you take my body to the stars, boy, this love is supernatural. Can you feel it? Because you know tonight we're going to wake the dead. So apparently that was her inspo. Good for you. She had sex with a ghost. Yeah. Did she know the ghost? Or is it just like a random ghost just coming to bang her? And does it count? Like, do you count it as one of your numbers? Um, That's a good question. I I wonder if they do. I'm just saying, like, and I have a lot of questions for Kesha. I have so many. The intercourse part, like, so how exactly did you get penetrated? Like, they got penetrated somehow, some way. Or is it, like, intercourse? Like, you know, some people are, like, you know, it's so romantic, and it was, like, so hot and heavy. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. But, like, I can't. I can't. So there's another actress, and she's more of, like, a... She does, like, kind of low-budget horror films, not to be rude. But Natasha Belisic made news for claiming to have had sex twice with a ghost. Oh. First shared this on a British morning show that said, I could, and she said, I could feel the weight of a body on top of me. And I couldn't see anybody, but I could feel the energy. I could feel the warmth. And at first I was very confused with all that, but then I just decided to relax. And it was um really, really pleasurable. It sounds like she was masturbating and just had a really good imagination. That's what I would think. Or you had like a wet dream. Exactly. Females, like I don't see any male celebrities saying that they got jerked off by a ghost. There you go. I'm with you. Another one, Lucy Liu, like Charlie's okay. Angels. Yes. Lucy Liu. She said in an interview to US Weekly in 1999 that she took a nap and ended up climaxing from having sex with a ghost. Again, it sounds like a wet dream. <laughs> and then lastly this bitch isn't famous but she went viral for just you know uh being a freak because not to judge your sexual encounters with with those (laughs) figurines but amethyst realm is a british woman who went viral on the internet for claiming to have had sex with 20 ghosts and actually getting engaged to a spirit oh she got engaged i'm dead and like who got down on the knee? <laughs> oh, apparently he did. With a ring? A ghostly ring? Uh, no, it's it's not a real ring. But it gets better. So actually on the 15th, 
her interview came out. So it's like recent. This was like two weeks ago. I found an interview on the New York Post where she stated that she called off the wedding because he kept disappearing. I'm dead. And no, that's not like a pun. Like, oh my god. Yeah. And that he started partying too much. With who? His ghost friends? Yeah. She said she fell in love with a sexy spirit named Ray during a trip to Australia in 2018 and that they even consummated their relationship on the flight back home. First of all, can you imagine for the other passengers? Yeah. Can you imagine sitting next to this bitch on the plane? Who's having sex with her ghost? Yeah. She's over there like having sex with a spirit next to you. No. No. I'm bringing down that plane. Hell no. Get this fucking <laughs> ghostly freak from away from me. Nope. I need, I need a new seat. Maria. Uh-huh. Okay. So her paranormal man actually popped the question on their nine-month anniversary. Oh, he's so romantic. Yeah. Things were going well until they went to Thailand. Oh, this is a traveling ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes everywhere. Damn. Realm said, I think maybe he fell in love with a, or fell in with a bad crowd when we were on the holiday because he started just becoming really inconsiderate. He'd disappear for long periods of time. And when he did come back, he'd bring other spirits to the house and they would stay around for days. I think oh. he started doing drugs and partying a bit too much. Are these like ghost drugs now? Yeah, it just gets more and more strange. So ultimately the couple agreed to not tie the knot and her story parked, sparked some hilarious tweets, if you want to check them out, of people saying all men are bastards, even the ghosts. They ain't lying, girl. Why is this a, a, a thing or a fetish or an attraction? I don't fucking know. Apparently, it's popular. You also ask all your friends. Like, Yeah, I want to know. If any of my friends are having sex with ghosts, I want to know. I want to be here to support you and your ghostly romances. That she doesn't mean it. If, if you know us, like, don't tell us. No, please tell Why are you ruining it? You're such a bitch. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I mean, if you're ghostly fiance, I was going to come back and tell you about it. Now, obviously, I won't because no one's going to come tell me anything. So, thanks. If, if, like, if someone actually says, I'm engaged to a spirit, and... I'm, I'm like, how did he propose? And then they tell me, like, oh, I don't have a ring. It's a phantom ring. But we had intercourse on a plane. Like, I'm sorry. That's just, like, it's too much. I still want to know, like, their details. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're in the ghastly category, okay. we're going to talk about something called air sex. I've never heard of that. It is exactly what it sounds like it would be. You're having sex with the air? Okay, so... Like, are you in a real... Is this person in a relationship with the air now, too? It's a physical act where a fully clothed man or women mimes having sex with an invisible partner, a.k.a. the air, where they hump, lick, and acrobatically throw their lover around, their invisible lover. Okay. (laughs) Air sex, like all sex, is what you make it. It is also where air babies come from. Oh, I got that from an article. I'll have to source it later. I don't. I don't think there are. Specific. So they have an air babies. <laughs> I'm so confused. That's not the purpose of air sex. It's really just thrusting in the air. The air babies part was a joke. Oh. <laughs> but according to Wikipedia, air sex was invented in Japan in 2006 by a group of bored men without girlfriends who were desperate for action. Air sex started as a YouTube trend, but now there are competitions held across the world, including the U.S. 
called the Air Sex World Championships, oh, which is sponsored that. appropriately by Fleshlight. Like, um, you know, like pocket pussies and like those other types. Uh -huh. According to the rules for the world championship, each contestant must bring their own music. And they get two minutes to perform. These two minutes can, according Sounds to... Sounds like most men, though. Two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> include all phases of an air sex encounter meeting seduction for play and intercourse. Or you can simply cut to the chase, being that, like, they basically just, like, jerk off in the air or, like, pretend to have an orgasm on stage. I don't know. I'm dead. So what celebrity do you think participates yeah. in, this, in this air sex? I have no idea. Like, I, I, I can't think of anybody who would. Russell Brand. Oh, my God. Would you be, like, I'm not even surprised. No. No, no, I'm not surprised either. So I read. So what, yeah, can he tell us about it? Okay, so Word on the Street is, you know, he was married to Katy Perry, mm -hmm. and during their divorce, Katy was going through boxes, and she found some blank DVDs and played one to figure out if they were, if, you know, what the fuck they were. Mm -hmm. Her, I assume, her horror, she found a series I'm of dead. recordings with Russell pounding away with the air fully clothed and fully engaged with his invisible partner. I'm dead. First of all, that is so awkward to be, to have to <laughs> find that. And like, but again, there's a little small part of me, like, I wish those were out there in the world because I want to see it. Like, can you find this on porn? Oh, like Russell Brands? No, I don't think so. I don't care whose it is, just anybody's. I can yeah. find this on, oh, I'm going to go look for this later. I need to see oh, the yeah. connection. Just like look up air sets on YouTube. I'm There's going to. You just got to bring your own music. You can't just like thrust like in silence. I'm definitely going to be looking this up later tonight. <laughs> I've just never heard of it. I'm curious. So why do people do this? Um, I My theory is one, it could be a good workout. Okay. If I'm going to justify it and maybe they're practicing for the real thing. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. You know what though? I got to see this. This might become my thing. You never know. I'm not going to judge these people. Not going to you try it. That's how you're going to work out? I don't know. I gotta see. I have to see what this looks like. I've never seen it. So I'm envisioning it in my head one way, but I could be totally wrong. So I gotta see what this is. How like. you're envisioning it is exactly how it happens. Like, Are they clothed oh, or naked? They're fully clothed. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, you did say that at the beginning. Sorry. Okay. So, next category Are the vampire in light of Halloween the blood like fetishes? Ew, are these the people that want to like have sex with you in your period? Well, number one, minophilia, oh, aka bloodhounding, is when a man is sexually aroused by the menstruation blood of a woman. You know, the question is not to cut you off, like with all of these fetishes. Like, a who's I, I mean, I guess it's just the curiosity of the mind. Like, who comes up with this shit? Like, who's the first person first person that said, "Oh, I just love having sex with women," and they're bloody periods or like this other person who's like banging the air and like yeah this is like air you know what I mean like where does this shit even come from but go on well I read that it's actually a medical condition online but there was a bunch of different side point of views on it and it kind of like falls into another blood related fetish that I'm going to talk about later okay but guess who the celebrity is that loves period blood I have no idea because they're not normal things like <laughs> <laughs> like okay Shaq no yes girl 
And this one's like, it, it's all over the internet. You just have to know where to look. But so news of Shaq. <laughs> I didn't know that there were special bloody slates to look. You're like, you have to know where to look. My bad. <laughs> so news of Shaq's vampy, I'm going to call it a vampy fetish, came okay. to the surface during his divorce from Vanessa Lopez. All these divorces, all their dirty shit comes out. I'm going to. I'm going to start hanging out at a divorce court in Hollywood. Imagine the tea I would get. That's true, though, because they're mad. (laughs) Vanessa Lopez, when she filed a suit against him, she claimed that invasion of privacy and intentional infliction of emotional distress. During the trial, when asked about Shaq's sexual hangups, she stated that he would often perform oral sex on her while she was on her period. What? That's disgusting. Why? Who the fuck knows? That's disgusting. And probably very unsanitary. Yeah. Well, actually, the blog that I was, like, reading from at the beginning, it said, uh, don't share a drink. Like, if you (laughs) never share a drink with him as long as you live. No, I'm sorry. Like, that's very unsanitary. And probably not good for you. Okay. So this one, I'm sure more people have heard of. Him a... Talajna, Hematalajna, aka blood play. Oh gosh. So this is a fetish or kink used during intercourse, mainly by the BDSM community. Okay. Or used in the act of vampirism is the formal definition. So basically, it's it's like the um, you know we talked about BDSM in a a previous Mm -hmm. episode where they like I don't know cut and yeah blood and shit. I don't know if real rough. Yeah. So this is rumored to be big in, or was big for Angelina Jolie when she was married to Billy Bob Thornton. Now that one does not surprise me because didn't she like wear his blood around her neck? Yes. And a necklace for like a long time. Like I remember that. I remember the award show and all that. And you know, it's Angelina Jolie. That one does not surprise me as much just because it's her. So... Angelina Jolie, while married to Billy Bob Thornton, the two would occasionally bring knives into the bedroom, and while having sex, they would cut and taste each other's blood. Oh, God. They would they would take it a step further, obviously, with the vows of blood. Yep. I think everybody remembers that. Yeah. The couple split up. Angelina thought that Billy Bob Thornton was going to curse her vials of blood, so she fought very hard to get them back. So... I looked up, you know, there should be a why for everything. Apparently, it's because blood is powerful and it's primal, and many people get off on sexualizing power and letting their primal desires come out. The only thing I can understand with this one is, do you remember growing up, I don't recall ever doing it myself, but we're like, friends would like cut themselves and like, be like, oh, we're blood sisters now, and like slap their hands together, like shake on it. I don't fucking know. I'm pretty sure I saw it in, like, movies or something. So Yeah, I think I only saw it in movies. I never knew anybody who actually did it. Me neither, but I remember seeing it. So maybe, like, that's where they got that from. Like, we're closer now. Like, we're, like, blood sisters and blood lovers. I don't know. Isn't that, like, how you get AIDS? Like, uh, Yeah, I don't know why people are sharing blood. It's disgusting, but so I'm gross. just thinking that that's probably why they're doing it. I'm sorry, but, like, these fetishes, I can get down with some. But, like, the blood ones, I just think they're very unsanitary. And especially with COVID and everything, I don't think it's a good idea. Well, I mean, there's also fetishes where, like, people shit on you. Oh, no. You already, I think we talked about that in one of the last ones. Fuck, no, that's disgusting. I'm going to vomit just thinking about it. We did. And while we're on this topic, I was reading about 
sex clubs because it's somewhere that I don't, I don't know if I have the balls to ever like go in one, but I was reading about someone's experience in there. And it was this guy saying that he goes into the bathroom and there was this guy begging people to pee no. in his mouth. So that no, I'm gonna he throw like pee in your urinal. No, that's disgusting. I'm going to vomit. And no, no, no. I that's like, to me, like, that's just gross. Like, I'm not, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not even freaky to me. That's just gross. Like, it's not even sex. There's no sex in his part. It's just fucking gross. Okay, so this one is creepy. Clowns. Big yeah, clowns. I don't know who, why would anybody be down to do anything with clowns sexually. Coolrophilia is the paraphilia involving sexual attraction to clowns, mimes, and jesters. So this is literally when people are sexually attracted to clowns. And I think that there are documentaries on this. I'm pretty sure there was one on Showtime where like their partners like dress up in clown makeup. I think you're right. Yeah. And usually the couples that do take partake in clown play are polyamorous from what I read online. Mm -hmm. But do you remember in 2016 when there was this trend happening? where scary clowns were dressing up and murdering people. Yep, very, I remember it very vividly. It was all over. Yeah, so when that was going on and there was an evil clown epidemic, Pornhub saw a 213% increase in clown-related searches. So weird. There was 100,000 searches on Pornhub for clown porn in just one month. Oh my gosh. So So people are obviously into it. People are into being scared is what I take from that because that's what I was going to say to you. Same thing. Yeah. It was like a polyamorous or polyamorous couples thing, you know, Mm -hmm. that, and that like, I'm not even going to try to understand. It's a whole different like ball game. I was like reading about how they like dress each other up and put bows on penises and I don't, but the, when that epidemic happened and it was like, people were really scared especially if they have like a clown phobia, then people are like getting off to it. Fear sometimes equals sexiness. I guess. I guess. So why do people do it? I don't think there's a why to any of these things. I don't think we'll ever really know why. I mean. Well, I pulled a quote from a sex therapist online. Apparently it's, it happens sometimes because of lack of a childhood. But okay. some say that the attraction is because the person behind the face could be anyone, and you don't know who it is. It's like a mystery. So you can make them anybody you want them to be. Yeah. Got it. Got it. But I could do that in other ways without having it have to be a scary clown, personally. Plus, I don't want all that shit on my bed with their fucking clown makeup everywhere. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine what their sheets look like? No. No, thank you. And their fucking big red nose. No, thank you. Pumpkin sex. Oh my goodness. If we're on the Halloween fetish, you gotta go there. Oh my, that Is must it? be the pumpkin pies. That's why they're always gone at the store. Ew. <laughs> Everybody's dipping their thing in a pie. Oh, gross. So this fetish is exactly what you think it is. There are people out there that are turned on by drilling a hole into a pumpkin and fucking it. You know why I'm not surprised? Because... I'm sure you've carved a a pumpkin in your life at some point. And you know when you cut the top hole and you stick your hand in it, it's all moist and like gross? Yeah. That's probably why, because it's probably like a... Right. Not a real feeling, but like a wet, gross... I don't know. (laughs) 
that so it doesn't totally shock me. But I almost feel like then you could have pineapple sex and like basically. I'm not sure people put their dicks in any type of fruit. I was gonna say you put a watermelon and like go to town. Especially because to a lot of people, pumpkins resemble a big round butt. I could see that too. I could totally <laughs> see that too. Yes. Just like a peach. Obviously, a peach is too, well, maybe not for everybody, but it should be too small for most people. <laughs> and, you know, peach represents the booty emoji. So I could see that. Yeah. So it looks like a big round ass. And, and you know, these people, they just can't help themselves. They just got to stick their dick in it. Well, that just goes back to, I think men just need to stick their dick in anything. Yeah. If you're fucking a pumpkin. Ooh. Yeah. I, I honestly, there is no why for this. I think it is, I'm going to chop it up to boredom, maybe a lack of Wi-Fi, maybe no internet. A lack of Wi-Fi. Like, they can't get on Pornhub to watch that creepy clown porn if they tried. So they're just like, well, the next best thing, it's Halloween and I'm, I'm going to get this pumpkin and I'm going to do it. But dude, we have Amazon Prime. Just get a fucking pocket pussy. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Like, we got Prime these days. Like, there's no excuse to be fucking your little sister's fucking pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, it's some fucking teenager that, like, you know, when they're going through their, like, puberty and just jerking off constantly, like, oh, yeah. try fucking the pumpkin now, fucking freak. Yeah. I mean, what's, what, it's not that much worse than doing your socks. I mean, there you go. There you go. Good yeah. Lord. Okay. So these aren't necessarily spooky, but I wanted to throw them in because we didn't cover these in fetish one or two. Okay. So the pregnancy fetish. Go ahead. I, you can already say I have things to say, but okay. A person sexually attracted to the big, round, pregnant stomach of a woman, regardless of who the woman is or whose baby it is. See, that's Some where are- I draw the line. Like, I think it would be okay, like, you know, especially, I've never been pregnant, but like, you know, you'd want your husband to be attracted to you and want to have sex with you, especially while you're pregnant, you know, I would I would think, you know. But the part that we're like, he would do with anybody like, no matter whose baby it is, that's kind of messed up. Like, you can't just be knocking on everybody's head up in there, and it's not even your baby. This girl that I played soccer with, I'm pretty sure that her brother had this because he would, like, he was very attracted to women that were, like, left by their baby daddies before they even gave birth, and I think he dated, like, three of them. And then when the baby was born and they weren't pregnant anymore, I don't I don't remember ever seeing them again at the soccer field. Oh. <laughs> oh. But so some people, they say, are also interested in the lactation of a pregnant woman. They want to know that those titties are full of milk. Oh, mm. my gosh. Breast milk. I'm dead. <laughs> so according to porn industry analytics, searches for pregnancy-related content have shot up nearly 20% since 2014. And the term pregnant is now the 107th most popular porn search in the United States right up there with redhead and babysitter (laughs) like i said i could be okay with it if it's your husband doing it with you but like you can't just be coming and fucking all the random pregnant chicks like that's like gross but okay yeah like well actually this was on shameless too where this guy was like hanging outside of a mommy and me and like waiting to see when the women were single and picking them up no see that's the problem that that's where i draw the line (laughs) no boy no okay no poor kid I mean, everybody's Please, come shot at their top of their head and stuff. Don't go to mommy and me alone. They're uh-huh. in the parking lot. They're, they may kidnap you. I don't know, just to rub on your stomach and like squeeze your breast-filled boobs. Breast-filled. Your lactating <laughs> tits. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Your breast-filled boobs. 
Oh, God. Okay, so why? Well, according... Because you freak nasty. That's why. Because you freak nasty. Michael Aaron, who is a sex therapist, said that some are very impressionable when they are young. And that possibly they saw something that caused them to eroticize pregnancy. Like... Like your mom was pregnant your whole life? I guess, yeah. Like, yeah. This could be like a Utah thing. I was going to say, because like... Okay. It also can be considered pretty, like, taboo. Like, it's something you're not supposed to do, like, a no-no. You know, like, doing a nun. Yeah, because you're putting your dick on top of a baby's head, practically. Yeah, so. Ugh. All right. Now we're going to go into the last fetish. Okay. Of the Halloween special. Cuckolding. Cuckolding? Yes. C-U-C-K holding. Cuckolding. I'm trying to envision like what I think it might be. And so far I've got either like this probably makes no sense, like cockadoodle do, so like the neck of somebody <laughs> that you're holding or like their dick. I have no idea. That's pretty sick. I just, <laughs> I just thought of cockadoodle do, which really has nothing to do with cock holding, but the whole like cock of something got me going there. <laughs> I don't know. You were about to say they were having sex with birds is where I thought you were going with that, but no. Maybe. I mean, come it's on. Not, I mean, not cock. Uh-huh. Go ahead. So this is when a heter, typically a heterosexual couple where the female humiliates her man by having sex with another man, usually in front of him, sometimes apart. The woman's significant other typically gets off by the humiliation of his woman fucking someone else. Mm, I could get down with that one. Some of these men need to be cuckolded. <laughs> yes, and actually, like, this is popular, obviously, on porn. So, like, when you when you look it up on porn, it's normally, like, she's fucking this guy and the other dude is in the other room. And she's like, yeah, how, how does that feel to watch him fuck me? <laughs> I'm dead. Um, some of these men probably deserve that, though. So, I could get down with that one. So, a celebrity rumor to partake in this fetish is Megan Fox when she was married to Brian Austin Green. Not surprised at all. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not totally, like, floored. Like, I kind of see it. So, there's also a female version where a woman wants to watch her man get it on with another Mm -mm. lady. I don't know anybody like that, do you? No, never met one. (laughs) (laughs) And she's referred to as a cuck queen. Mm, I don't know where they do that at. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either. So she watches her male partner with another female. So the definition of a cuck queen, according to Urban Dictionary, is a wife who is compliant in her fetish for her husband's unfaithfulness. The female equivalent of the male cuckold comes from the old English word queen, meaning queen, well, it's mm-hmm. spelled C-W-E-N-E. The true cup queen will be a willing participant in the sex act between the husband and the third part female and may be subjected to humiliation and degrading by sexual acts with both husband and partner. And then it says Hillary Clinton is the best example of a cup queen. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I know, they went there. <laughs> That's rude. That's real disrespectful. <laughs> I am dead. I'm fucking dead. All right, so let's recap real quick. Cuckolding, I can get down with. Like I said, some people need it. Uh, pregnancy fetish, I'm busy. Pumpkin sex, I, I get. I, it's not for me, obviously, but I get why they're doing it. Uh, what else do we do? Clowns, no fucking thank you. 
Mm-mm. Uh, blood play. I'm, I'm okay. highly disappointed in Shaq, and I'm gonna look that one up too. I need to know because I may never look at Shaq the same. Yeah, I don't think I will either. Aerosex, definitely looking that one up. I just want to see these people in fucking action. Uh, what else? Paranormal. Sober. I think I would be like too disgusted. I gotta see it one time in my life. Paranormal. I would like to see that too. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> um, and that kind of goes with the ghostly. I'm going to look some of those up and I'm going to follow up with everybody next week on what I found. That's going to be my own homework. And you guys should look them up too because I kind of want to see what other people think. But I got to see what this air sex is, like definitely. And that wraps up part three of our freak nasty fetish. Yes. I feel like so we're going to be doing like part four, five, and six. Yes. Um, Real Housewives Beach. Did you watch? Of course I did. <sighs> okay. So this week's episode, we had Wendy with her Wine with Wendy party. The only thing that I got out of that whole situation was what the fuck was Robin wearing on her head? I, I couldn't look at anything else. It, it was bad. Like It reminded me of like Speed of Chucky or like one of those Raggedy Ann dolls. It was bad. Like, no, Robin. So that was that. Um, I don't understand why Candace has to show up everywhere and make this everywhere she goes about this damn fight. Like, when is she going to stop talking about it? She wasn't there three minutes, and she's like, Karen, like, we need to have a conversation. Blah, blah, blah. Cry me a river, and how can you not see him? Blah, blah, blah. Be my friend and pick my side. It's like, get over it already. Like, you're going to talk about anything else this whole season? Like, nothing else? She's not going to get over it because she does want everything to be about her. And I think Karen really put her in her place. I agree. I agree. When Karen looked at her and said, I'm not picking a side. You ain't going to make me pick no damn sign. Not in those exact words, but that's basically what she said. Correct. And I like when she told her ass, there was a time where your ass wasn't behaving properly and I was still your friend. So stop asking me to like basically shit all over my friend just because you mad. Yeah. And I don't like the way Wendy's handling it either. Because uh, Wendy's been there for three minutes. I don't think Wendy has, shouldn't handle anything. It should just be quiet. Yeah. You're, <laughs> well, she can't be too quiet or they'll never buy her back. <laughs> I guess. But, like, she can have an opinion about anything else. But, like, just be quiet, Wendy. Be quiet. And, like, another thing that's annoying me is, like, these bitches. Okay, excuse me for saying that. I'll probably edit that part out. These ladies, they act like they've never done anything in their life that they're not sorry for. Like, I yeah. get it. People make mistakes. Like, come on. Uh, no, I'm I'm Team Monique. She already said she shouldn't put her hands on that girl. What the fuck do you want from her ass? Like, Correct. And I did feel bad for Monique when she's going around calling everybody like, "Hey, will you come for come to my Not for Lazy Moms podcast event?" And they're basically like saying like, "Busy, real busy." Well, I don't know why she called Giselle's mean ass in the first place. Did she call Giselle? She called Wendy. Wendy told her first. She called Robin. Robin said something. Oh, that's what it was. She'll let her know. Wendy was like, well, you said this, like, still going right back to the whole thing. It's like, girl, just say no, you can't come. Then Karen said she was coming, then Ashley, and obviously she's not going to call Candace, so that was that. Did you realize, I actually read but this somewhere. Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. I cut out. No, I was going to say, did you realize that the title for her uh, podcast, Not For Lazy Moms, actually is NFL Moms? 
I did not realize that. I read that somewhere, so I can't take credit for it. I actually was just like skimming through the internet today, so it's not something that I realized, so shame on me either. But I thought it was super cute. That is cute. I like that. So just a little fun fact for everybody. I think she did that intentionally. Um, this is the biggest part of the episode, when Giselle's helping Juan uh, ring shop. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, did anybody wonder, or was it just me, what a Morganite stone was? Did you know what that was? Because I had never heard of it. I've heard of it once before. I think they sell them at Kohl's. So for those of you that are like me, who had no idea what the fuck a Morganite was, it sounds like a fucking nightmare. Um, It's a pink to orange, pink variety of a mineral that includes emeralds and aquamarine, natural colors. Blends of pink and oranges are typical natural Morganite colors. Uh, there was one part that I really wanted to tell you oh this is the most important part guys so pricing pricing is everything so he the ring in total was $8,900 which honestly is too much for a fake diamond if you ask me yeah because a single carat of a morganite cost about $300 compared to a carat of a diamond which would cost about $2,000 so I don't know why he would spend so much on a baked diamond he could have spent 600 bucks and got her two carrots of this morganite it sounds like and then he probably could have given her the rest of the money to pay down her irs taxes oh i think she owes a lot more than 90 well she owes a hundred thousand dollars but you gotta start somewhere terry yeah that's very true um well i have this is what i have to say about that he took giselle with him to pick it out oh i know who can't even dress herself properly like really really (laughs) It, I want Karen like, Huger to take my man to go pick out my ring. Thank you. And again, <laughs> with that budget of Morganites, I mean, maybe it's probably good that he took Giselle because the Grand Dame would have. No, he can't handle that. Juan cannot she handle. She walked in that store. Seriously. And yes, and, and when you explain it, that's why I've heard of them being at Colts because it's like they're three hundred bucks mm-hmm. for the small stone. Mm-hmm. Okay, not judging. But judging, um, and. Basically, what I gathered from Karen and Ray at their therapy session is that Ray just needs a wife that's barefoot and pregnant, basically. that Like, that type of scenario. Like, he can't be happy because she's successful now and he's just old and, about, and retired. Yeah, I think he's just going to be bah humbug about anything at this point in his life. Well, bye. Because the Grand Dame will find another. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay, I'm team Grand Dame. She will find another man. I mean, so, like, well, I, it, it does seem like it's difficult to make him happy because even when she like hires people to like come and cook and like have like and she'll help cook like he's not happy with that. Like, what the fuck are you mad about you still got fed either way didn't you correct next and some celeb gossip do you watch wendy williams um no okay so i've watched wendy forever like ever probably over like eight years i watch her every single day she's like the hot topics queen of the wow. world yeah, she's great. I love it. I've always watched it. Um, I've always recorded it. Always watched it. So for those people that do like Wendy Williams, she's always been very forthcoming with some of her struggles. Um, she's obviously recently went through a divorce. She's had substance issues. She suffers from Graves' disease. She's always had a lot, a lot going on. So I did notice not enough that I was like alarmed, but I did notice on Friday's episode. I guess when people pointed out her behavior was a little bit odd during the episode, was I sitting there thinking what the hell's going on with Wendy? Like blah, blah, blah. No, 
So I didn't think it was that odd. But afterwards, when they point out certain things, yeah, I kind of see how people are like, what the hell's going on? So it's funny because on Monday, she did start the episode, which I really didn't even know what she was talking about because I didn't see the drama trending on the weekend about her. But basically, she started off the episode saying, I always say I love you for watching because I really, really do. You know, I come here every day and I try to do the best that I can for you. I appreciate you watching, but it's you. You know, even after all these years, it still works. You know, an effort put in for the hour that I'm that I'm out here with you guys. She said she acknowledges she isn't perfect, but she's also not a perfectionist. I do appreciate you putting in the effort to watch us, and I love you, and I love entertaining you. It's not easy. It's not easy. You're a tough crop. So this again came after the episode where she did things like she messed up the pronunciation of Adele's name. She the only part that I did think during the episode. Like, What'd she call her? Adel. I forgot how she said it, but she mispronounced her name or whatever. But she corrected herself. It wasn't like she wasn't like you said. It wasn't like she was calling her Terry and her name's Adele or whatever. You know, um, there was one part where <laughs> right there was one part where she does this this part every day, like when she has guests. It's called shoe cam, and she was looking at her DJ shoes because they people are like they were nice, like you know Jimmy Choo's and whatever, and like nice shoes, blah blah. And she kept having the people play the shoe cam music over, and it's like. This is, this is like a bedazzling type music and she kept like saying replay replay that was a little bit weird but i kind of just attributed to it. it was friday and she didn't fucking want to be there she's just trying to get through the fucking one hour in mm. my opinion uh but long story short apparently the internet was buzzing they think she's back on drugs and she needs to get into rehab and all this stuff i don't know what to think but i just kind of wanted to touch on it because either way i love wendy so if she does need help i hope she gets the help she needs if she doesn't then these haters should just back off. Everybody has a fucking bad day. Yeah. I mean, I've had plenty of days where I don't want to be anywhere. Correct. Did you hear that Gwen Stefani and Blake, Blake Shelton got engaged? I did. I did see that today. Congrats. I thought they were engaged like forever ago. So woohoo. And How I, long I, I have thought they were, forever? I know. It feels like forever. I thought they were married and gay. I'm so confused. And lastly, on exciting news, this is Terry's highlight of the day. Kathy Hilton is officially joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. How excited are you? I'm pretty pumped because I need somebody to fill like the Lisa void that I've been longing for. Like I want somebody like relevant there. <laughs> I'm excited because I'm hoping that we'll get some like um, Paris and Nikki Hilton cameos, which I doubt, but a girl can dream. Yeah. You we know. <laughs> And All right, girl. Anything else you need to add? What? You need to start watching Beverly Hills. Did you I'm get episode one? No. No, I did. I did. I lied. You made me. You made me. But it was really yeah. boring. It was like, I watched it, but like, I didn't watch it. Like, I wasn't like invested watching it. So I never thought I would say this. Well, I love Tamara, but I miss Vicky. Like, Vicky brings the, the drama. And now it's, like, just about alcoholism and, and I don't know, eating healthy. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, didn't I, watch before, but it was boring AF. I'm sure Kelly Dodd is going to turn up the heat, but it's, like, she doesn't even have anybody to get angry drunk with. That's what I'm, like, no, I'm used to seeing. And I just hope that the whole season isn't on Brian's or Bronwyn's alcoholism. Because, I mean, I'm not watching, like, a rehab show. Like, you know what I mean? Like No, yeah. I know. I don't watch myself but i the little bit i got that's what it seemed like but again i can't judge because like again i don't watch enough so i don't know when's atlanta coming back that's all i know yeah i i miss atlanta after watching that and i support her journey 
to sobriety, I think that's great. But just, just not on your hour. <laughs> don't play a whole season about it. Just be like, oh, you're still doing good. Great. But like, it's like so wrapped up. It's like, well, it's okay. like Candace with the fucking fight. Like, is that yeah. all you're going to talk about the entire season? Like, I get it. You press your charges. Like, let the shit play out now and just be done. But like, I'm sick of hearing about it. So I can yeah. totally understand. Don't you have anything else going on? Clearly you don't. So for our review segment today. Yes, queen. I have some Tinder fails. Imagine that. Yes. So these are people who have communicated on Tinder and like said some like off the wall shit or some pretty catchy shit. I don't know. I ran into it. I thought that they were pretty cool. Plus I did Halloween costumes last week. So here we go. Let's do it. So this girl says, hey there, hey. Hey there, hey. That's right. I response. <laughs> My buddy Christian and I both matched with you. And she said, Well, what's going on today? Did you want to meet up? He said, I'm about it. Where did you want to meet though? I can take you to Paris, but Christian and I can show you the Eiffel Tower. I'm dead. What a <laughs> loser. What a loser. You think they met up? Probably. It's Tinder. Okay, so this one, some guy reaches out, in typical pig fashion, Dean is his name. <laughs> he says, you look like you could suck a good dick. Oh. And the me. girl responds, and she says, shit, man, we have so much in common. Dead. Love her. her. Love her. That's my kind of woman right there. Call him mm -hmm. out. Call him out. Yep. So this one, have you ever had magic sex before? Like ghost sex. She responds, What does that even mean? It's when we have sex and then you disappear. <gasps> the disrespect. Real fucking rude. What an asshole. And That's an one, asshole. Yeah. So this one was kind of cute. Her name's Aaron. The guy matches with her and he says, I think I should open a window. Aaron says, Why? And he goes, So I can let some Aaron in here. What a nerd. Whoa. What a nerd. <laughs> I personally know an Aaron, so I'm sh I gotta ask if she's gotten that lame whenever. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was pretty cute. Gotta let some Aaron in here, y'all. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> All right, girl, do we have anything else? That's it for this week. Happy well, Halloween, everyone. I was gonna just say that. Make sure everybody has a happy Halloween. Be safe, guys. Like, if I were a parent, I would just go buy my kid a big bag of candy and throw it at them and keep it moving. But hey, you guys do what you guys want with your kids. Um, as it's always. Like in the cabinets, you know, like you pop out from under the bathroom cabinet. Anything beats catching COVID on these streets. Figure something out. But that's just our opinion. Um, all right, guys. Thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you're not already following us, you can find us on Instagram at girl underscore Y underscore podcast and on Facebook and Twitter at girl Y podcast. Thanks again. We hope you guys have a great week, a great Halloween, great weekend. Stay safe. Stay COVID free. We love you for listening. Bye, y'all. Bye.